This is Rilo's Quack Chat. As a coal maker, I enjoy talking shop with other duck call makers. On this podcast, it's all about duck calls and duck hunting. From the marsh to the duck call shop, we're going to find the story behind the duck calls and the people that make them. This is Rilo's Quack Chat. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Riley Hendrickson with Rilo's Quack Chat, talking about duck calls, duck call makers, and the story behind the duck calls. And we talk about duck hunting, duck guiding, oh, what else? Decoy carving, anything duck hunting related. That is what we talk about here. Man, it has been a while. I just wanted to give a little update of what's going on. Where have I been? What happened? What's going on right now? Well... Uh, let's see, two years ago I started getting diverticulitis every quarter of the year and it would make me super sick and then it got really bad last July and then I had to be uh, hospitalized and then I had to go through um, antibiotic infusions for 25 days, I think it was 28 days Um, and then I felt much better and then at the end of December... um, uh, around the end of December to the first of the year, uh, I think it was in one week I got sick. My duck dog died. I mean, it was a country music song. Literally, it was a horrible weekend. And so I've been sick since, um, and every day feels like uh, uh, the day after your fever breaks when you have the flu, like you're feeling better, but you don't feel quite right and you feel sick all the time. Yeah, so that's my daily life. And if I want to uh, make a doc- duck call, um, I just have to hope and pray I don't get sick and I have to go on a two-day prep fast where I can't eat anything and just drink clear liquids. Um, So... Everyone that's been waiting on a duck call on me, um, from me, just know that um, I'm trying my best. I mean, I'm clawing at the ground, just trying to move forward, uh, get a forward motion going, but it's impossible. And um, and to the gentleman that uh, um, I was trying to get with as a um, guest on the podcast and try to talk to, uh, that called me extremely disrespectful um, because I couldn't get back with you because of my ailment. I thoroughly apologize, and I'm sorry for that. Um, so, yeah, so I've been very much um, sick, uh, and my daily life, I can't even take my kids anywhere because I'm sick all the time, and so it has affected my daily life. Um, I can't, I barely can get through work and I mean, there are things I have to do throughout the week, um, or the bills don't get paid and then the mortgage doesn't get paid and then I get one of those nice bill or letters with the red letters in saying, Hey, you've got so many days. So I have to push myself forward on a no food, pure, clear liquid diet, um, for at least five days. Um, and then it's to the point I'm eating and then I get sick and then have to go back on it. So, um, so I'm scheduled to have a surgery to have my lower intestine or lower colon removed in late April. Can't get in any sooner. 
Um, so for everyone ordering a duck call or a duck call stand or anything from me, just know I am trying my hardest, um, and I'm trying to prioritize, um, and please just don't have your feelings hurt, um, while waiting and it will be worth the wait. And I very much appreciate everyone that's put in an order. You've actually overwhelmed me quite a bit. Um, it's very frustrating that I can't get to these orders. Uh, I am prepping for them, so we will get them done soon. Um, and if uh, also an SOS, a big uh, call for help, if you are one of the three, 400 call makers that listen to this podcast, please, please, please consider getting with me um, and getting on the call maker shootout. I need five more people in it. Um, I will be, uh, I will be trying to be part of that as far as competing. I will be heading it up, uh, trying to get a trophy made when I can, uh, for the champion of that. And so if you could please get with me, I need four more guys to fill those spots before March 4th, um, preferably the last week of February. And we are getting close to, well, actually, I think we are at that, so... Um, yes, so also, um, everyone please remember to, uh, like, uh, subscribe and, uh, comment on Apple or wherever you get this podcast, uh, help promote this podcast at this point. Um, any, um, uh, support is very appreciated. Um, I do this to support call makers and tell the stories behind the calls. I do not get money out of this. Uh, I promote on other platforms. Um, my calls, I promote them on other platforms um, because I just want to promote other call makers and uh, just have this as a resource for call makers um, and duck hunters and all that good stuff. So um, if you could just share... Uh, share this, the link and, uh, just subscribe. I really appreciate it. So today, um, just letting you guys know my wife, uh, swapped rooms and I got my studio back. The quack chat studio is back. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. Anyway, um, so I will hopefully be able to do more episodes, um, depending on my health. Uh, but uh, because it's been hard to schedule with people. However, I found the USB that disappeared with all the interviews of Real Foot. So, with further ado, I am going to play all the interviews from Real Foot, and it was fantastic. Um, I know NWTF just happened, so no one's really thinking of Real Foot, but come October. Um, will be real foot. So, I mean, there's, there's some things in between now and then, but, um, yeah, always keeping that stuff on your mind. So there were some cool call makers I met down there. Uh, there were some recordings that ended up not working. I thought it was recording and it either didn't record or, um, it was doing something funky and just dropped out. Uh, so I had, um, I recorded half of the interview with Mike Whitson and then uh, Waylon Thompson. I ended up losing that recording and I had been chasing him around all day trying to get a recording. 
Uh, and Waylon, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. It just it's horrible. And then um, Dougie, man, what's Dougie's last name? I ended up losing that recording too. So I have. Let's see here. I've got man. I'll just I introduced introduced all of them on the episode. So I will just put them on here. Um, some of them may sound like they fall out. I apologize. I mean, the recorder stopped, start, started to stop in the middle of these recordings for some weird reason. Um, but yeah, but, uh, these are all the recordings from real foot and they were so much fun and it was a great time. Uh, if you want to, um, Go to Real Foot next year. I highly suggest it. Get with Ryan Rusa of the CCAA, president of the CCAA. If you want to um, get, um, if if you want to be involved in that, because the CCAA does the uh, coal maker or the coal working coal competition at uh, Real Foot. So these are all the recordings from Real Foot. Enjoy. All right, so today I'm down here at Real Foot, and we've got a bunch of call makers down here in Real Foot. And if you hear a call right now, it may be the uh, competition going on, and you've got people checking out duck calls. And uh, so on Rilo's Quack Chat, it's all about chat. It's all about the duck calls and the stories behind them and the call makers. So today I am here with uh, Pete Fraser. Pete, how's it going? Going well. Man, uh, now tell me a little bit about your cane calls. So I started making them about three years ago, uh-huh. and I really started making the multi-whistles first. And my goal was to try to make a present for my dad, something he could use. And I found some old cane that we'd used on our blinds. We were about 20 years old, and I started just kind of working with that. And after a few hours, I kind of came up with my concept of a whistle. Um, and then it started to evolve. I got into the multi-whistle. I made a mistake, actually, in, in the original one, kind of like it always works. Yeah. And it started doing some, some other talented things that I was really able to to fine tune and got the whistles going got some interest people start buying them and then they start asking me if i'd be willing to start making mallard calls and turkey calls and yeah. it's just kind of evolved from there that's awesome that's awesome so when did you start the la tone boards so i started initially with those it's been uh-huh. a little over two years ago and i started hand carving them out of cedar yeah and i was having some inconsistencies and you know trying to get the size and everything the uh-huh. shape that i needed and so people started asking me would i be willing to to try to do some internal guts that were plastic and so i bought some manufactured la ones so try to get those in there get some consistency and some things that people could take out in the field you know and use all morning every day yeah and now i've started to get back in there and i do have a, a custom-made tone board now so i'm getting back into the cedar tone boards getting those more consistent but that LA style is really what I like and uh, you know it's so challenging because there's so many different ways to manipulate it you can do single board you can Mm -hmm. do double reads I mean it really makes it a challenge yeah and what I love uh, the good thing about making an LA call we've got some duck calls over there but uh, what I love about the LA call is your um, you get that tone board done, you get your barrel done, you get the bottom done, and if that tone board is just a little too thick, it's going to crack that bottom. Yes. And you have to start all over again. All over. <laughs> yep. And, and I can tell you, just within the last week, that exactly happened to me. So it gets frustrating, but uh, but it's humbling. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when when learning the L.A., man, you got to learn, like, where do you want your deck height? I mean, your deck height versus your slope plays into a lot of that. Yeah. So, I mean... Um, so, d- didn't you say you entered a uh, 
duck calling the competition? I just entered one this year for the first time, just in the amateur. Yeah. Uh, just kind of to get my name out there and kind of get started into That's it. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's I'm sure it's pretty rudimentary, but uh, you got to start somewhere, and I just kind of want to get it in there. And from what I understand, you know, they don't have a whole lot of entries with, with cane calls. Yeah. So it's something a little bit different. Yeah. So is this your second year to real foot? This is my second year to set up. I've been uh-huh. coming here just as, you know, as a person trying to buy things and shop and trade for about 25 years awesome so what do you think about the experience down here it's great i mean it's a fraternity of of men and women that are extremely talented and skilled Um, the artisanship and just the skill of being able to blow a duck call is is a real challenge and people sometimes don't understand appreciate that so you've got a full spectrum and the motivation for people to want to buy these things is Uh just a wide wide spectrum yeah it uh Man, this is our first year coming down here. Man, what an experience. It's crazy. Now, if anyone's, like, watching this video or listening to the podcast that's hearing this little cut in here, what uh, would you suggest them to come down here real foot? And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, this is a great experience. You know, you're seeing a variety of different types of calls made out of a lot of different products and a lot of different ranges, too, as far as the sound that you're getting out of them. Um, and, you know, you're getting historic vintage calls, and you're getting brand new from some of the newest yeah. call makers. So it's it's a great experience to be able to kind of dabble in everything. So nice. I would definitely welcome people down here. Nice. Now, how can, if someone wants to buy one of your cane calls, how can they get a hold of you? Really, Facebook is about the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh-huh. It's Pete's Cane Calls. Is, yeah. And or, and or they can do Pete Frazier. Okay. I've got both those set up on Facebook, and they can get a hold of me that way. Uh, I do have my phone number contact, so they can text me if they want to do that as well. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Well, Pete, thank you so much, man. Your your calls are fantastic. And I... I don't know if it's true, but I heard in L.A. has not been in the competition for a while, so I'm really excited to see how that does in there. Was it a single or double read? This was a double read. It was a double read? Double read, yeah. That, wow, a lot of people don't enter double, so, man, I'm excited. Yeah. I want to see what happens. So, yeah, so if you get a chance, make sure to check out uh, Pete Frazier's uh, calls and uh, get a hold of him and check out these King calls. I'll be doing some footage of these calls here in a second. Came years ago, probably 15 years ago, when they had it at a different place, and I wasn't making calls or buying calls. Yet. I just came and looked, and then uh-huh. I came in uh, 2019, wasn't making calls then, and then April of 20, I started making calls actually, and I came. I had one real foot style call in uh, October and brought it down here, and everybody liked it pretty good. So that's when I started making the real foot style metal reads in. So awesome. April of 2020 is when I started. And you haven't looked back. Like, that's all you yeah, do is metal reads. Pretty much, yeah. I made a, I made about 15 J-frames on the front end just to get used to uh-huh. lathe. I never ran a lathe in my life because it's so dusty. And I knew I had to do something to dust. So I have a dust dust collector hooked to everything pretty much and still wear a dust mask, N95 dust mask, most of the time when I'm in the shop. So unless awesome. I'm tuning or something. So Awesome. So, yeah, so if anyone's watching this right now, I had to edit some stuff because I just now pressed record. So we are with Mike Whitson down here at Real Foot. Um, so, Mike, what, like, out of your calls, what do you like making more, wood or acrylic, or what's your... Actually, I like it all. I, I, this is a resin ivory collar here. It's, it's not real ivory, but it looks very similar to ivory. It's a... Uh, turns really nice and i've got into some stabilized wood and uh that's got about 50 coats of ca on it super glue on it oh my god yeah and then my big thing i guess i started last july 
Uh-huh. I, I love the mini calls. Yeah. Uh, and I, which I wanted to make a real foot style too. And uh, I actually, this is gonna sound strange. But I actually woke up one night about two o'clock, and I had I've been thinking about size, diameter, boards, yeah. and everything, and. I got up, keep, I used to keep a notepad uh, pad in my pocket, and I got up and wrote everything down that I come to, and I got out the next morning and made one. This one I carry in my pocket is actually the second one, but it looks just like that. The first one was just a little more narrow here, and I didn't like the way it looked, so I made another. I still got it, but nice. it works great. But yeah, it's a real foot style. You got a got a wedge block about the size of your fingernail in it, and uh-huh. a metal reed. I cut all my reeds by hand and everything, so... Now, can you give us a sound file since it's small and it won't yeah. be too loud? Yeah, let me let me pull the one out I blow here. This is the second one I made right here. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a that's three inches and half inch bore metal reed. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it, it's so cool. Like as we're talking, I just saw Ronnie Turner walk past. Yep. I saw yep. Barry Burkhead. I saw Captain Farrell. I mean, what what is it like down here? I mean, oh, I just love it. And getting... all right, so we are still down here at Real Foot, and man, it's it's a beautiful day, and I've been making the rounds, talking to some call makers, and today I am. We're over here at the Orange Feet Custom Calls booth with Mr. Barry Burkhead. How's it going, Barry? Just barely, but it's going. <laughs> so, man, oh my gosh, you came loaded today, didn't you? Look at those. Thank oh my you. gosh. Yeah, that's. I've been working for a while, so yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, man? I mean, are they all this cut from the same tone board, or what? They're cut from the same tone board. I, I make every every call by hand, and uh-huh. there's different bores which. Some are louder, some are more soft. Yeah, that's so, yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Now, um, so what? Which one of these calls is like your premier call, like your to your style that you that you enjoy? Um, I really like this one. Uh huh. The way it blows, and mm-hmm. I need to glue my pegs down. <laughs> so yeah, but that's that's a uh, cocobola with sapwood. Ooh, and it's you don't see that very often. That so. is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So, man, what do you think of Real Foot so far? Well, I, this is this the first time I've set up here as uh-huh. a call maker. But I, I the first time I came was late late eighties, early nineties. Uh-huh. I got to meet Mr. Alvin Taylor, and uh-huh. I've been coming here ever since. So, man, yeah, what was Alvin it. Taylor like? He was awesome. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Some of these old call makers uh-huh. are, let me say, cantankerous, or they're just great guys. You couldn't get any secrets from them. Yeah. But they made awesome calls, and and it's as a call fanatic, collector. Yeah. It's just it's great because you can you meet these guys, you get to blow their calls, and uh-huh. you always you always leave with a big wish list. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. So have have you? Uh, I mean, are, are there some guys that you've already known, or have you put some faces to the call today? Or I've met new call makers, uh-huh. and I didn't realize Mr. Wiseman over there, he's a call maker. Uh, uh-huh. We blew in contest together way back when, 20 years ago. So, yeah, it was good good to reconnect with some. Really? Yes, That is yes. awesome. And 
Well, you know, we need to eventually do a, a full podcast episode okay. because your your history is just so rich. I mean, you learn from Rick Dunn, you learn from Gaston. Now, did Gaston just retire? He's trying to retire, <laughs> <laughs> but we won't let him. I yeah. mean, he's too great of a call maker. Yeah, yeah. I he was. Uh, I, I owe a lot to to David Gaston. He's. Yeah. Uh, I, he let me watch him make calls. Yeah. So it, that's that's a blessing right there. That's awesome. To be led into. And he's an old school call maker. And old school call makers don't let most people in where they make calls. Yeah. And, uh, but I blew contests for him, and uh, I learned a lot from him. Uh, it's a gift. It's a true yeah. gift, really. Yeah, that is awesome to... Uh, be able to learn from Rick, Rick Dunn and Gaston. I mean, Rick Dunn, you you did some comp calling, didn't you? Yes, competition calling with David Gaston and for Rick Dunn. So wow. Rick Dunn really polished me. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got the know-how because he's a world champion. So yeah. you can't go wrong with world champions. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, anyone is wanting to get their hands on an Orange Feet Custom Call, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Orange Feet Custom Calls. Uh-huh. Uh, you can call me at nine three one. Two zero nine four three two two. Awesome. Can you give us a little sound file of one of your calls real quick? I can show you what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much of a sound file do you want? Just give me a little small routine, 10 seconds. That was awesome. So, yeah, so make sure to, if you want one of these Orange Feet custom calls, get a hold of Barry. Um, and, yeah, this is awesome. It's, this is, I mean, real foot, man. We came down. I didn't know I didn't know what it was going to be like, man. And you hear the competition in the back and people blowing calls. And it is cool, man. I came here when Mike McLemore ran the, uh, I guess it was the Tennessee State and uh-huh. the Grand American Open. Wow. And uh, I've been coming here for a long time. So it's, it's this area just so rich in waterfowl history. Yeah. It's wonderful. Tradition. Yeah. Great wow. tradition. Well, Barry, thank you so much for the interview, thank man. Thank, thank you. you. All right, so we're down here at uh, Real Foot. Uh, and uh, the competition just uh, finished. And, man, there's everyone just walking around. And, uh, I mean, you run into everyone around here. And two people that have actually been on Rilo's Quack Chat is Laura Tukin and... Josh, hello everybody from Bustin' Tail Calls, and uh, is it LT? LT Custom Calls. Call. So, what do you think? What, how's it been down here? Man, it was a it's a very good contest. So many great call makers in this thing. Uh, big thanks to the CCAA and everybody that came in and helped, especially Ryan Doring with uh, coming in and taking it over. I mean, it was just awesome. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll have a you know the crowd was pretty big. Uh, a little bit this morning and then hopefully they'll start gathering in as we go on today uh-huh. so uh man you know congrats to all the winners and all that stuff and man I, i've enjoyed it here oh man it's so much fun and to put the calls with the faces like that's the best part because i mean we talk all the time on facebook oh yeah all the time on facebook and then like and a lot of guys that use like man i didn't know he was a call maker i mean that's what this place is about it's not about really the contest is awesome don't get me wrong but it's about the meeting new guys new friendships yeah. the camaraderie i mean the the real fun will be tonight at down by the motel yeah and we're all sitting together just telling stories and lies yeah it, it was fun uh i don't think it was very fun when you lost your wedge in the parking lot no no 
You know, doing, doing a trade call with somebody, and I just popped it out and asked the question, and that little wedge went, Doo. oh my gosh. And everybody down there spinning, like, y'all quit, y'all, I'm, I'm embarrassed enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, I mean, it's just, you know, a story for real foot. Yeah, yeah. And, um, man, I mean, that I think that has been my favorite part of this is like last night with everyone just, you know, you're standing there and you don't realize Waylon's right beside you or there, there's Jeremiah Klusman. You don't know who, I don't know who these people look like. And then yeah. it's, I was asking, I was talking to, um, oh, who was it? Um, I was talking to, no, I was talking to someone. They were showing me their trade calls. And I said, oh, the, there's a one of Wayland's calls. He's like, he's right behind you. <laughs> like, you don't realize it. Your first time coming down here, you don't know who everyone is. It's, it's just crazy to see everyone finally. Yeah, I've actually got a couple on my bucket list to knock off. I got one from Ryan Rosa, uh-huh. Rosa or, and I got one from Wayland too. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't been able to get one from them in the past. So it's it's awesome to, to get the trade. And uh, Miss Laura here, you know, one of the best female duck call makers on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I I think when after I talked to Laura and then I talked to Contina, uh Duck Calls, I, I think I did call up Chris Adams and rub that in his face a little bit. Like, I talked to the only two women call makers. <laughs> but... Uh, Laura, I mean, what what did you think, uh, like, entering the amateur? I mean, as soon as I entered and when I found out Jack entered, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I think we know who's winning this. Oh, it's just for fun. Yeah. No matter what you place. Yeah. First or last, it's just fun to do. And like Josh said, you get to see these people and yeah. the friendships that you form. It's, it's the best part about it. Yeah. Just sitting back and, and talking with them. Yeah. Now, if anyone's like... I mean, watching this and thinking about coming next year, what would you tell them? Come on down. Uh, come yeah. on down. Uh, be here uh, Thursday night or Friday morning. Yeah. Because I mean, there was still a bunch of people here yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And bring um, some calls. And bring some calls. Yeah. To trade. Yeah. That's, that calls is money around here. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of a currency down here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're everywhere. And yeah. Especially right across there, man, there are some good-looking older calls. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, man, thank you so much. It's, I mean, it's so good to see everyone, like I said, put the faces Face with the calls. Oh, and, yeah. Well, yeah. well it's good meeting you. Yeah, I'm finally. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to come. I was like, oh, it's going to be, you know. And then my dad was like, no, let's go. And he roped me into it. So, man, it's, it's been a fun time. I think uh, getting this video and some audio stuff on YouTube to show what Real Foot is, because there's nothing on there. Oh, yeah. There's nothing out there to talk about real foot, so getting this out there is going well, like, to be important. I don't important. know if y'all have, but I, I uh, highly suggest y'all go like, behind here and yeah. start filming on that lake. I mean, yesterday afternoon, there too. was ducks flying all yeah. around. Heck, we had a group of 60 tail buzzes in the, right in the evening down there by where we're staying at. You did? Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, just come up probably about 15 foot high. Wow. Well, it's, yeah, the lake's pretty. I got to watch the sunset and the sunrise, and they were both just beautiful. Beautiful, and seeing the birds everywhere, it's just, this is awesome. If you're a call maker, I I don't understand why you wouldn't come to this. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I mean, this is my favorite show of the year. And it's, what, 30 years old? Uh, That, I don't know. You'd have to ask somebody that's been here, you know, longer than I have. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so we've, we've been talking to Josh. 
Lynn of uh, Bustin' Tail Calls and Laura Tukin of LT Custom Calls. And, uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much thank for this you, interview. Thank you, yeah, Thanks for coming. All right, so today, man, we've been talking to a lot of call makers, and then I was... Uh, a gentleman walked past me and we were talking to him and he was talking about how he made his call the pot belly and I was like oh my gosh I've heard of the pot belly so I wanted to come over here and talk to Cloud Jacobs. Cloud how are you doing sir? Pretty good how about yourself? Doing good doing good. Um, man what do you think of the show? I like it. Uh, yeah. yeah this is only the second year I've been up here uh, yeah. and it seems like it used to be a lot bigger, yeah. I guess, um, but what I've heard from a lot of guys around here that it's it's become more of a just a get together than anything yeah. else. Yeah. So, man, I've heard, I've seen pictures of it. I've heard of the pot belly. Like, can you show it on camera and tell tell us how you like came up with that design? Sure. And... So this is this is the pot belly. This is the the first call shape that I came up uh-huh. with. Um, we started making calls in March 2019. Yeah. And. I'm a school teacher, so that first summer, I went to the shop. I put in about eight hours a day in the shop, uh-huh. and I messed up a bunch of barrels and I messed up a bunch of inserts, which is what you got yeah. to do when you're a call yeah. maker. And and I was just playing with shapes, and it actually started out kind of this shape, uh-huh. and I really like burn lines, so I started oh, putting yeah. burn lines on everything. And and by the end of the summer. I'd come up with this, and I'd never seen it before. Uh-huh. We, we both, me and my dad both collect calls. I'd never seen this shape before, and I've always been a little, little you know, <laughs> heavier guy. So, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of like that. I think I'm going to call it a pot belly, and it actually kind of looks like a little pot belly stove, yeah. too. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I saw some uh, pictures and videos of it at uh, Colapalooza this last That's year. That's right. Yeah, and I was... I was like, man, as soon as I heard you made the pot belly, I was like, I got to talk to this guy. Because, I mean, it's so unique. That's such a unique design. Nice. Nice. Well, Cloud, if uh, people are wanting to uh, get a call from you, how can they get a call from you? Uh, my main place is Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, my name is Big Duck Energy Arco, A-R-C-O, for Arkansas County. Yeah. Uh, or Facebook, same name, Big Duck Energy Arco. Cool, cool. Well, Cloud, thank you so much, man. I for really sure, appreciate, appreciate it. it. All right, so we're making our rounds. I mean, we've we've talked to everyone. We uh, have been, the whole time we've been listening to the competition. And, man, one of the guys running the competition today was... Uh, my friend Jack Trichu. Jack has been on the podcast a couple times, and then uh, his uh, partner over here is um, duck call partner, not the other type of partner, but that, <laughs> that could be contested. Uh, it's Josh Lim, but uh, guys, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. We're going to edit that out, right? No, I'm not editing it. Oh, yet. man. <laughs> uh, Should I kiss him now? <laughs> Come here. So these are the old uh, guys off of the Muppet Show that are making comments. These are these guys. So, yeah, so, man, what do you think of to how today has been? I mean, you had to run all those calls. How many calls did you run? 23. 23, 24. Really? And then he was your go-get-the-call guy. He was telling me. I'm the call master. He was telling me what to take a drink of water. (laughs) So did you have to have a break? In between so many we, calls? We did, there was three rows of calls. We done a row, took a little break. Yeah. Each row, each wow. Row. 
I, I mean, let and, my lip cramp go down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, one thing that, that I noticed was the um, the. I mean, I was standing out here, and you could hear just all the tones. Like, there's so many different tones of duck calls. I mean, not one call was the same A lot, no, ever. Not not any of them are the same. And it, it was you were running the wood division, right? Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, and I got to scan through those and look at them, and man, there were so many calls by so many people. It's All just beautiful calls. yeah, and then you ended up winning the amateur, so yeah. that that's well, awesome. On the call that he picked out, yeah, he goes yeah. enter this one. What was wrong with the cocoa one? So he he brought his two calls out. And said, "Hey, Josh, these are the two. But one of these two is going to be in." I said, "Well, let me run them for you." Coco has a nice, you know, good ring to it. Yeah. But it didn't ring like that hedge did. And when you come down off that hedge, of course, hedge is ducky anyway. Yeah. It just was right there with it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah. As soon as, I forget who told me you entered the amateur. I was like, well, we know who won. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I appreciate it. Uh, Man, I, I mean, and you and I traded some calls, and uh, or we traded, yeah, and I mean, the your your duck calls are just so ducky. They're so good. And uh, I mean, if... Uh, I like yours too, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, what's funny is you have one of my only very few J-frames. Like, very shortly after that, I went to L.A., and I won't go back. So, yeah, so well, that's one of the very few. if anybody wants to offer me $100,000 for it, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, man, the uh, man, I'm, I've, it's been so much fun coming down here. What, how long have you been coming down here, Jack? I've just been coming down here the last couple of years. I used to come down here and blow in the contest years ago. But, yeah. Um, just the last couple of years for the call show. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you get to put the faces with the calls. I mean... I'm going to keep bringing it up to Rusa that we need to get a lanyard system to where people can just wear the picture of the calls. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, you, you're walking by and you're like, oh, that's Waylon or there's Jeremiah Klusman. It's like, holy moly, no one fits what you visually think of and what you, people look like. And you meet different guys every year, the guys you watch on Facebook and yeah. all across you know, yeah. the country. And then how you and I found each other last night was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you got to tell that story. Cause it's... I texted Riley. I go, where are you? Are you here yet? And he's like, yeah. And uh, he's texting back and forth. I, he goes, we're eating right now. We're at the restaurant. I said, what restaurant? Across from South Shore. He heard my phone ding, and I'm sitting right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> but we're texting a table away yeah. from each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, I mean, it's so, so good to and see And Rosie's seen you here. come in. Yeah. I didn't know what Yeah, but man... Guys, it's it's been so much fun to finally see you guys because I mean you guys have been both of you have been on the podcast. I mean we talk all the time on on Facebook. I mean Facebook has really opened the opportunities for people on opposite sides of the country to be oh, able yeah. to talk and uh, talk about their duck calls. And I mean Josh has helped me a little bit um, with certain things. So I mean Facebook is really if a lot of people are wondering what is making call making spike a little bit and all these people showing up like the class of 2020 i call it all these guys and they're just 
their potential and how the quality of calls they're coming out with is just nuts. And it's like, it's got to be because some of the call makers have been around for a while, like Josh and you are just giving tips and so free with giving tips on these calls. Well, people gave me, he helped me big time on my whistle whenever uh-huh. I was trying to make some whistle. And we're always sharing yeah. tips with each other. I, I'm always for helping somebody out. If you re, if you message me, most of the time I'm going to tell you, give me, you know, let's talk to each other on the phone and I'll walk you through it. Mm-hmm. The only thing, I'm not going to create a tone board for you, no. But yeah. anything else, like, you know, from inlays to caps or, or hey, my, my tone board's doing this. Can you got some thoughts, Just, you know? I don't mind helping, and that's yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied. It's just a passion. That's why I like doing is helping people. I don't yeah. care about being the best. Don't never want to be the best. I would rather help this guy be better than what I am. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about for me. You just filmed the first. He got tongue-tied. <laughs> <laughs> and both both of these guys held records for the longest episodes on my podcast, so it's no surprise. Yeah, Greg Campbell on. Yeah, and that uh, just, but he's so, I don't know, that nice Canadian thing about Greg. He just, but uh, no, it, you know, it's it's great. It's been great to meet you guys and. Uh, just everything down here is addicting. It is really addicting. Just it's it's like, I mean, you're walking around looking at calls and you're thinking in the back of my mind like, what am I bringing next year? You know, like it, it's it's so cool. So if anyone is thinking about like showing up to Real Foot, I mean, would you highly suggest it? Oh yeah, this yeah. is the place. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't been to Callapalooza. I know Josh has. Yeah, yeah Callapalooza is nice, but like you know, like I said earlier. This is my favorite time of the year. It, to me, I think it's the most time you'll find more call makers together, and that's the most enjoyable. Yeah. It's getting to meet, like I said, new folks, see old friends, com- you know, camaraderie. Yeah. It's just awesome. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much. Real soon we're going to have a podcast with you guys to call in, and it'll be much longer than this. All right. Me and Bye. Josh could go four hours. Yeah, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you, it. Thanks, Riley. So there you go, everybody. That was the long-lost recordings from Real Foot. If you get a chance, go down there. Uh, if you want to be supportive of the uh, uh, the call competition, the CCAA uh, puts that on. Um, and so, yeah, you, it's, it's a great time if you want to go down there. And, man, we had so much fun with everyone down there. And let me tell you what, the best part of that whole time down there is the you go to the parking lot in the evenings and there's a lot of bullcrapping going on. And you get to hang out with all these people and you're looking around, you're like, oh, my gosh, there's Jeremiah Klusman, there's Waylon Thompson, there's, you know, all the, Brian Byers, there's all these people um, that are that you just are larger than life that you see their calls all the time on the uh, call nuts all the time. And you get to literally just stand there and talk to them. And it's the coolest thing. So, uh, yeah, so definitely if you get a chance, start booking uh, right now to go down there and enjoy that fun time. Um, So everyone, till next time i've got some guests scheduled up i'm going to try my darndest uh depending on my health to get uh some guests lined up and podcast episodes out in the future 
and uh, just bear with me. And uh, I would appreciate prayers too. So uh, everyone have a great week and tune back into Rilo's Quack Chat. (laughs) 